You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Yeah! everybody it's amanda bones and i'm ashley and this is how to talk to your friend about wrestling a podcast <laughs> about wrestling <laughs> and how to talk about it and how to talk about it i don't know what episode number we are on i've completely lost my mind this week it's i was like it's only tuesday <laughs> today's wednesday yeah, tonight's going to be fun for me because I get to record this podcast and then immediately edit it so that it goes up tomorrow. So it's going to be a little bit of a crunch time, but it'll it's be fine. Tight. Um, you know, sometimes it's really fun to wait till the last minute. I've got an A on a paper that I wrote in two hours before the deadline one time. Yeah, sometimes I think you just need the slight pressure of a deadline and um, it makes everything a little bit better. I feel like it just like adds glitter to things yeah that's that nice like sheen of anxiety just to to polish up whatever you need to turn in so um (laughs) yeah no because we have had we've just been i have been mentally not okay i've been having some rough goes also you've just been extremely busy oh yes because i have a kid now yeah Uh, not like i was pregnant and had the kid just to clarify that's not a thing i will be participating in um but my stepdaughter's here for the summer. So like a whole third person is now something that I worry about on a daily basis and take care of. You have to feed it. And she's a teenager. And like entertain it. (laughs) The, the, The prospect of having a teenager in your home just feels bad, but also like, I'm sure it's okay because it's like not a baby but like at the same time it's a fucking teenager so I have mixed emotions about it if I'm being honest like sometimes it's so rad because I'm like wow we can have like real conversations at this point and then other times I'm like we can have real conversations I'm like fuck Mm -hmm. (laughs) also I'm just gonna throw this out there and I apologize for any of any dudes listening that don't want to hear about this just just earmuffs really quickly for like five seconds earmuffs um dealing with someone else's period is not something that i wanted to worry about in this lifetime yeah yes and like oh man (laughs) like your own is already an experience in itself yeah but like guiding a young spirit into the witchhood is a lot (laughs) i love that analogy so much bro (laughs) straight up it's blood magic and oh my god so she has like teenage hormones so they're all over the place and my box is broken so like i just i'm just here for the ride like my body's doing all kinds of weird shit i haven't experienced in years yeah teenage hormones seem awful they're terrifying (laughs) they're just like constantly going 
Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just like, listen, I just need a minute away from the teenage hormones. Like the, the other day I, I felt like a weird cramp and I was like, what is this? Why is this happening? It's not time. And then I fucking, I was like, Rosalie, when are you getting your period? What's your period tracker say? She goes, oh, it's in like five days. I'm like, God damn it. Why am I feeling things? Sympathy pains. <laughs> Seriously. It's so stupid. So that's, so that's what we're dealing with over yeah. at the bones house. Yes. That sounds magical. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful time in the witchhood. Yeah. Um, but we do watch a lot of wrestling, which is fun. Oh, let's talk about wrestling for a minute. Yes. And all the things happening with wrestling. So many things are happening with wrestling. So first off, Shotzi Blackheart all of a sudden popped up on SmackDown yeah. with a tag team partner. Yeah. Which Who is her tag team partner? I can't remember. Hold, hold on. Because I can't remember the girl's name, but supposedly she's been around, I guess. And they didn't even like announce her move up. Like she just randomly, oh, Tegan Knox. Oh, Tegan came. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cause so, like, she, Tegan Knox, like that poor girl. Um, <laughs> she has had two major injuries. Ooh. Each time she's like kind of done what she needs to do. But um, yeah, fuck, dude. Okay. Poor Tegan Knox. Um, but I mean, good for her that she just like they just pushed her right in instead of sending her back to NXT. That's interesting. Yeah, it was a very it was a very interesting rollout. Like so Natalia and Tamina came out and they were like, oh, somebody decided to come for us, but we don't know who the challengers are. And then all of a sudden you hear Shotzi's music and then see the tank. And I was just like losing my mind. Yeah. And then, but then Tegan was there instead of Ember Moon. So I was like, what is going on? Wait a minute. Why are they on this? This doesn't make any sense. But I don't know. It was pretty cool. Like it was an interesting way to do it. And I fully believe that in general, WWE needs to beef up their fucking, I should, I'm sorry. I should clarify. I feel like WWE's main roster needs to fix their fucking women's division i think well everything just needs to be shaken up a whole lot and hopefully that's coming um i keep thinking like hopefully things are better after SummerSlam. everything will be better after SummerSlam. so i have <laughs> to stay positive like that things will be better after SummerSlam. but um money in the bank is this weekend yeah yeah so about the stuff for taquitos if you want to come over <laughs> now uh, now my boyfriend's freaking like oh can you make those taquitos because i made them one time and he's like can we uh-uh. make taquitos i'm like okay now i have to make pay-per-view taquitos too what the hell i should just start making like big batches the day before and then i can just like send them to you <laughs> yeah that would be lovely so i don't have to make them Here's your pay-per-view taquitos. And then we were talking briefly before the podcast about how Tony Storm has been announced that she's yeah, dude. Well. And I kind of, okay, so I have to say, like, I kind of dig that WWE's grabbing from NXT and instead of it going to Raw, they're putting some on SmackDown. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm just, I'm sure this opinion has been shared, but I feel like NXT is where it's at right now in the WWE universe. Mm-hmm. Like the storylines are sick. The wrestling is amazing. It's just overall great content coming out of NXT. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like Raw was headed in a direction, but has since kind of gotten boring for me. I think everyone hates Raw right now. Everybody hates Raw right now. And then SmackDown, like, I have never been taken by SmackDown. I could so get taken by SmackDown. Holy shit. Um, I'm like, fucking bro, I think I just got hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. SmackDown's always been kind of eh for me. Yeah. So I, I think it'll be cool to see like Shotzi and Tony on SmackDown and see what they can do to shake it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Move the women around. Let's get some more. Yeah. Yeah. The main roster. Um, yeah. Cause the main roster, you know, just feels really weird. Um, Amanda hasn't watched NXT yet. I briefly like saw some stuff on Twitter, but Mandy Rose went back to NXT and like so shit's just fucking weird right now I don't understand um I wonder if they'll let her like do her own look again now that she's in NXT again she's kind of always looked like that Dana Brooke was the one that had more like colorful hair and um and that fun stuff so Mm. she kind of was a little bit different back when she was with Charlotte and all that but yeah she always had like kind of uh blonde but purple in it or pink or whatever mm. and then this whole thing with Mandy Rose are like oh no both platinum blonde both indistinguishable from each other they, yeah like Mandy Rose started and I was like oh cool interesting and then like slowly but surely they just morphed into one another and I was like who the fuck is this tag team yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I think right now, um, I know you are watching a lot of Enjoy Wrestling, but like I feel like I'm just deep in the indies right now, and I kind of want to stay there for a little bit. That's okay. I'll keep you posted on WWE (laughs) shit. And I feel so bad because I'm like, I've been ignoring WWE for a while, and as a person who has this podcast, um, I probably... (laughs) watching all of the products but i only have so many hours in the day and sometimes i need to watch a korean drama and just cry my eyes out like i did the other sometimes day. well there's also this like the amount of wrestling content to watch yes is just a lot so i feel like it's a divide and conquer situation yeah yeah i don't i don't have the mental capacity to try to figure out how to watch all the fucking indies stuff so i'm like i can handle enjoy wrestling Mm -hmm. (laughs) i scott talked me into getting cable again because he was like listen i love aew and i think it's rad that you found a way to save money and just kind of pirate things but i cannot deal with the amount of shit you have to jump through to get to the goddamn AEW Dynamite show. <laughs> it's like, not that many hoops. You guys just don't like the internet. So, well, like I was fine. I was doing it and it was fine, but I don't know. He doesn't have that patience. So I was like, okay, I'll just get fucking cable again. So now I can watch AEW. Oh, and I've been doing like AEW Dark, AEW Dark Elevation. Like I've been making sure that I'm watching that too. Good job. Yeah. Can we briefly, before we get into our main event, ha ha ha, um, <laughs> fucking Ricky Shane Page was on dark the other night and I was shook. I could not believe it. I, when it was announced, like it, they very much slid that in there under the, under the rug. Like, Ooh, oh, by yeah. the way, um, there's this match in, uh, um, 
RSPs on it? And I'm like, excuse me. You're all we'll page. <laughs> like, excuse me. Um it's so crazy. And it because like that blew my mind. I would never expect him to show up anywhere on AEW. But I was just <laughs> like, okay, I'll take it. Thank you. Like, please give me some of that indie talent. I'll take it. <laughs> um my big one i know this was last week but we didn't have the chance to talk about it last week mm-hmm. um i know we definitely i should say that i definitely was sharing a bunch of shit about this because i lost my fucking mind malachi fucking black yeah i think everyone yes. is super excited <sighs> to see you know ak or formerly known as alistair black show up and just blow everyone's mind that's the thing that so, sucks that we do record on monday so it's hard to watch yes we're talking like, about shit that happens during the week since everything happens after but um yeah <laughs> we're like right now high. like we're recording but i have aew up in my top corner <laughs> <laughs> i'll be watching Back the eight o'clock showing <laughs> yeah um it's just in the corner. It's just going to live there for a second. <laughs> I will not take it personally that you are watching AEW as we discuss other wrestling. <laughs> Moxley yeah, dude. with the Violent Gentleman shirt again. That boy loves Who? Moxley. Oh, I'm so for it. Fucking rep it. Um, I finally have... I shouldn't say finally because I feel like I... <laughs> I feel like I went into wrestling hating everyone and then slowly finding people I liked instead of like enjoying everyone and then slowly finding people I hated. Yeah. Um, but I have to say that I 100% cannot stand Angelico. <gasps> Wiggly shoulders. I fucking cannot stand that goddamn Bernie dancing idiot. Stop it right now. Weekend at Bernie's. You're, you're no, I cannot. Too much. He's such a fucking creep. He's he seems he, extremely nice outside. He, as a person, is not a creep. I need to clarify the character he is currently expressing is just on a level I cannot get down with. Yeah, his dancing has always just tickled me. It's so I, silly. It's I so cannot. silly. I fucking cannot. And then his tag team partner is the fucking yoga mat guy. And I am just like. Yoga mat guy. Yes. What is that? Here. Okay. So there's a dude. I can't believe. I can't. No, I know who Jack Evans is. I hate Jack Evans. But like yoga mat. He comes out with a yoga mat on his shoulder. And then he. Oh my God. You haven't seen this. He does the weirdest thing ever. Like I have so many, I have so many questions about this dude's entrance. I've so I've never seen him come out with a yoga mat. This must oh be my new. God. Must be new. Maybe, maybe it's a different guy I'm thinking of then. I don't know. There is a dude in AEW. He does not wrestle often, but he comes out with a yoga mat and then he like flips it open and lays it out in the middle of the ring and then does the weirdest shit ever. Like having a yoga mat is not already a little weird. He like, dip drops onto the yoga mat okay i'm gonna have to look this up after like we're actually like this like spread out like an x and then he just like falls dick first onto the yoga mat and it doesn't it doesn't make sense i don't understand and i just worry like your pecker's bruised now like your balls had to hurt that had to hit your balls really hard 
I'm just so confused. Who's the, I'm, I'm also Googling. <laughs> so you can look up Jack Evans. That's who your, that's who his tag team partner is. Maybe it's not Jack Evans. Maybe. I'll look this up because I am thoroughly confused. So. I am going to do everything in my fucking powers to find you a video of it because I need you to like I need you to have I need you to watch the video but record your reaction okay is it um on was it on dark or dark elevation I think it was on one of the darks okay I'll check it out I'll find it um cool should we get to our main event I was just gonna say should we talk about the main event why we're here let's talk about it we are doing today's match is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Macho Man motherfucking Randy Savage 1987 WrestleMania 3 for the Intercontinental title belt. Fuck yeah, we are. Holy shit balls. And it's also deemed by many the greatest match in WWE history. Really? Which, if you watch it, it's very good, especially for 80s wrestling. That, you know what? I was thinking about like time period and everything. Like, it's a fantastic match. And it's like, it was pretty hard hitting and it went for like a solid 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like, it was going, the, yes. it was nonstop. Um, and I was actually shocked. I have not watched that much Ricky Steamboat stuff also more like ricky dreamboat sorry i just oh wanted to say my that God. So <laughs> um he's so cute but oh uh <laughs> yeah yeah um i haven't watched too much by him or like with him um but this was really good i thought it was really good it was very technically great that's all i can say um there were there were I have notes. I'll say that. I have notes. I mean, it has notes. She she watches the product and she really. (laughs) I'm just going to dissect it through. You know, I still feel like I'm such a newbie to wrestling that I'm just like, like some of the things I comment on, I'm like, I'm sure wrestling fans don't even notice this shit anymore. (laughs) So I'm like, when do I become a fucking real wrestling fan? (laughs) No, but I think that makes it better because at least you are still you're not one you're not as jaded yet because I think a lot of people get very jaded and two I think that like you can enjoy something but also can really kind of critique it in a way and wrestling twitter has been absolute horseshit the last like solid month I mean it's always horrible but the last like solid month it's been fucking horrendous Especially to like women on wrestling Twitter, and I oh my God. like just to get my little rant out. Um, <laughs> this happens in every fucking fandom, like bands. It happens in comic books. It happens in film. Whatever. As a woman, we don't have to fucking prove ourselves to you. Oh God, don't get me started on this rant. Because if you want me to prove myself to you, you're gonna fucking lose. Do not ask me to name three songs from the band t-shirt I'm wearing, motherfuckers. Yeah. And I mean that metaphorically and literally, assholes. Yeah, because, yeah. Anyway, this this is my, I'll end the rant there. But all I'm saying is, like, 
we can be critical of a product, but we can also love a product. And I've always said that on this podcast. Um, yeah. So mind your business. <laughs> so suck it. Um, God, I could soapbox so hard on that for like a good hour, but well, we, we both could. I mean, you know, <laughs> there's there's a thing that's coming up that we need to have a project for. Maybe we just fucking rant about being a woman <laughs> on social media and on the internet and liking Fuck interests yes. that men do. So. Yeah, you can't you can't have nope, a female liking something men like. Oh, you must not know shit about it. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. I fucking hate people. Soapbox, I'm 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 throwing it to the side. We'll go back to the match. <laughs> I was just okay, mad because talk. like just leave people alone. Let people like what they like. <laughs> Stop gatekeeping. Yeah. Everyone. Exactly. Um, but anyways, let's talk stats. <laughs> yeah, please give me give me the rundown. All right, Macho Man, 6'2, 237. All right. All right. I apologize in advance. I did not get stats on Animal or Miss Elizabeth. I think that's fine. I think that's fine. I figured they weren't wrestling. It wasn't necessarily. And I mean, Miss Elizabeth weighs 80 pounds. So let's yeah, be real. Seriously. Um, <laughs> Ricky Steamboat, 5'10, 235 pounds. Okay. Okay. So weight wise, we're pretty even here. Macho Man's got a little bit of height on him, but. But they both looked amazing. They did. Oh my God. I feel like this was peak Macho Man. It had to be. He looked. Like in such good shape. And those tiny trunks were adorable. Those trunks were so perfect. Yes. So perfect. Oh my um, God. So I did, because of course we watched this on Peacock. Also, this was our, our birth year. Yeah, I was super excited when I found that out because I'm a nerd. <laughs> we were still just little baby eggs. I didn't find out what month it was, so I can't speak to whether March, or not we were Tuesday, born. March. Oh, okay so i was almost born you were almost hatched i still had a few months on you so you still had still had some baking to do <laughs> yeah but both <laughs> our mothers were pregnant with us during this time <laughs> so i feel like somehow macho man randy savage had like something to do with the energy created in my mother's womb oh my god <laughs> um, the theme that starts playing at the beginning of when you like turn this on on peacock is like fucking insane <laughs> i so <laughs> silly it's so silly i love 80s wrestling 80s wrestling is where it's at i think we we could <laughs> like we could just do an 80s day <laughs> it would be wonderful like it's so campy Aretha Franklin sings the fucking national anthem or whatever. Yeah, Alice like. Cooper pops up with Jake the Snake. I I did like kind of hop through the whole thing and watch like bits and pieces, and I was so blown. Like it makes me sad because most of the people are dead now, which is like such a bummer. But it was awesome to see Roddy Piper. It was really cool to see like um, the Heart Foundation was like totally like. I, I sometimes, not that I forget that Bret Hart was in a tag team, but like, it's so nice to see them together. I don't know if I, like, I knew there was a tag team, but I don't know if I'd ever actually seen it prior to skipping through to get to the match. Yeah, but it was fun. Like, and then right after this match, he goes into a freaking promo with uh, Jake the Snake and Alice Cooper yeah and it was just like it was wild it was wonderful it was pretty fantastic um 
macho man can cut a fucking promo bud oh yeah when he has like, his, like sparkly cape on and everything oh my god i love his like boa sparkly cape and those fucking sunglasses mm-hmm. and just like i love that he is so animated with his hands he's like doing the claw bunch yeah and, like, one of my favorite nights like with my boyfriend was we both got i think he got he got a little drunk and i was really really high and all we did was watch macho man promos all night (laughs) and just like cried laughing because it was so amazing they're (laughs) so good they're all so good they're all so good like there is not a you can't tell me there's a bad macho man promo yeah and if you if you have one send it i want to prove you wrong i want to see it yeah if there is a bad one i have like a super serious question and i don't know if there's a way to find out okay does macho man always talk like that yes like all the time huh that's just like how he talks Mm -hmm. oh my god it just makes me love him so much more yeah i don't think he ever broke character really i seriously like of all the dudes i bet he's the one that like just was always macho man yeah yeah i'm not super mad about it (laughs) can we we briefly talk about the tiny rings that they get into to then drive to the ring I seriously have a note that's like, can we please bring back the tiny wrestling ring to take you to the big wrestling ring? It was adorable. <laughs> so much fun. The smallest like, ring. It looks like, I'm like, what is this? It's so amazing. <laughs> it was adorable. Like, yes, we need to bring back tiny ring. Definitely. 100% uh, agreed. The crowd was lit the crowd was going off and so looked, excited like so many people and i know it's probably because i haven't been around a lot of people in a very long time thanks to sure. a global pandemic but wow like 80s crowds really got it were fierce and jesse ventura as a fucking heel ass commentator i was like i didn't realize how much i liked him on commentary and what an <laughs> asshole he was on it. <laughs> there were some things said where I was like, hey, bud, chill he out. He really hated that ref, too. He, like, he was fucking him. mad about that guy. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes. Um, Frick. Okay, so I know through watching Dark Side of the Ring, the Macho Man, Miss Elizabeth episode, that, like, the character of him like pointing and telling elizabeth where to be and like why are you standing here but stand here like okay i know that there's some debate about whether or not it was appropriate but being able to like see it for the first time in this like entrance and everything i have to say dude like i thoroughly enjoyed it well because like you just were like babe don't get hit like we're trying to move you out of the area that yeah. people are trying to take you from because that yeah, man kept like, trying to take her yeah animal kept trying to like and at, i think in one previous match animal actually like swooped her up and ran off with her yeah so like my favorite part was there in the ring they started to grapple a little bit and mm-hmm. then Maja man like gets out of the ring and moves elizabeth to the other corner (laughs) like keep up keep up it was so fucking funny like he did it and i was laughing so hard and i just i just thought it was like i don't know i thought it was a rad character and it was like this rad little like 
break from actual wrestling to continue the story yeah i don't know like i just macho man can't do any wrong in my opinion i just fucking love that man so much it's like true showmanship like you have you keep it going like there there is no there the lines are very blurred between real life and and kayfabe and so it's like yeah i that's why i love 80s wrestling because you're like is this really like is he for real is this really happening yeah (laughs) yeah i think that that's a lot of times what we miss in in modern wrestling not that i hate modern wrestling at all but just like there's just those little tiny things that when you're so when the thing when something's super i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say but um you just get so invested and you just believe everything that's happening in front of you. Oh, totally. To- I don't know what it was about 80s wrestling storytelling that was just so much more believable. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's the internet. The lack of internet. Probably. In <laughs> yeah. The lack of fucking internet ruining everything. Because <laughs> now I can just Google like, who's this? What the fuck's happening here? This is totally true. I can Google what the fuck happened to Scarlett on NXT to find out that she's going back to Impact and Karrion Cross is going up to main roster. As But then she showed, well, spoiler alert for you, she shows up last night, so. Oh, interesting. Interesting. She hasn't been let go yet, so. That's right. Um. Oh my God. Oh, so Elizabeth takes off Macho Man's sunglasses and his headband for him, which I thought, like, of all the things to take off for this man, those are probably the two weirdest items. Like, taking off, like, helping him take off his robe, I feel, would have been gone over better. I don't know. It seemed very clunky. Um, But my favorite thing of all time, she takes the headband off, and then he, like, smooths down his hair. (laughs) And I'm like, Macho Man, your hair is fucking wildfire. Like, mm-hmm. there is no smoothing it down. It just has such a shape of its own. It really does. And it's, it's, it's like just a beautiful little fluffy mess. Well, and it's like tight near his forehead. And then as soon as it gets off of his forehead, I feel like it just sticks out everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Macho I, um, Man. So at the beginning of this, they kind of um, flash back into the feud that has been happening over the last few shows. And the, they got like some fake ass doctor to chime in about how strong of a heart Ricky Steamboat has because he's <laughs> just like the best. And it's so campy and I love it so much. Like I just love it so much. Um, and then, okay, so in throughout the match like it does go back and forth a lot and they do a great job of like really putting each other over quite a bit but um fucking so they highlight in the in the flashbacks that macho man kind of hits him with the the ring bell yes (laughs) and like then he fucking grabs it again and i'm like dude no i was for it I was for it. I thought it was hilarious. Well, and especially during this match, him grabbing the ring bell, I was like, I fully understand because you fucking had the pin. Yeah. But the fucking ref wasn't around. So I get, I I don't know. I understand the anger and grabbing the ring bell and <laughs> using that to beat people up. Yeah. But then um, George the Animal Steel grabs it. And he, that man is so scary. I don't care what anybody says. That man is 
terrifying. I do not, I would not want him to grab me and take me away. Did you mean that that man is so hairy? Also because- very hairy. I thought he, <laughs> I did not realize he was that hairy until I like had to look closer. Like one of the camera angles is from behind him. And I immediately got a flashback to Mean Girls when she's like, you can go shave your back now. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, animal, what is going on here? I think that is just the time you just let let that hair grow some well even now like there's some dudes that there's no hair anywhere and then there's like drew mcintyre where there's hair everywhere um so when i was kind of doing a little bit of research on this match they do talk about it but this is the first time in wrestlemania history that the intercontinental no sorry intercontinental heavyweight championship um changed hands because oh. oh sorry spoiler uh Ricky yeah <laughs> uh i have to say i was very upset by this ending because you know macho man's my dude and i just wanted to win all the time but and he looked so distraught after well because it's bullshit he <laughs> had the pin obviously but- i'm about this this match is this this match is 34 years old and i'm still just as emotional as if i was there yeah he had the freaking pen well guess pen. what it got it got reversed and it was over reverse reverse yeah yes i always think about that line. i'm sorry anytime somebody uses the word reverse i immediately think about that stupid line dance song oh my goodness you would um yeah it's one of my quirks so did you <laughs> did you notice that when okay so while um ricky steamboat's kind of celebrating in the ring macho man and elizabeth get back in the tiny ring and like reverse (laughs) out of there and people are throwing shit yeah i was like are people Um, throwing hot dogs or something like i couldn't figure out what they were throwing they were throwing slim jims no i'm kidding (laughs) I don't think he had done the Slim Jim no, I think sponsorship like yet. 90. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but it would have been fucking hilarious if that's what they threw. Yeah. Um, part of me just feels like 80s wrestling fans were fucking wild. We would never be allowed to throw food at a wrestler. And why would you? That's so rude. That's and so rude. I don't know. Like, I just can't even imagine touching a wrestler without permission. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Yes. But it's the 80s and like all kinds of shit was happening in the 80s. Fucking free for all. <laughs> Serious. How we all survived the 80s is beyond me. Yes. Um, can I? I don't know if I've ever expressed how much I love this move. Um, give me a deep arm drag any day. Mm. I freaking dig it. I think it looks sick as fuck. It looks like fucking tough and like done correctly i should say or not correctly done well done well yeah done well because most of the time it's fucking correct i haven't seen anybody fuck it up but there are some people that are just like ultra smooth about it yeah uh steamboat and macho man man they crush it yeah they really did they really and these dudes were like full fucking force energy from start to finish yeah they really didn't slow down at all either it it no like insane i kept waiting for like a break like oh somebody's gonna roll out of the ring none of that it was full bore the whole time yeah maybe why it's one of the greatest matches in (laughs) also 
Oh yeah. Um, you know, I have to say, admittedly, I'm pretty horrible at taking notes because I don't put people's names by the moves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then by the time we, re we record, I forget who has done what to who. Yes. Um, so I think it was Macho Man that had Steamboat's face on the top rope and mm -hmm. then fucking flipped him. Yeah. Sick. So sick. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I'll say this. Like, 80s wrestlers didn't do, or I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say all 80s wrestlers. In this particular match, mm -hmm. there weren't a ton of, like, high fly moments. But there were some fucking moves I have never seen before. Full bangers, like, like crazy, crazy. I think, but that's the part about like kind of old school technical wrestling is that you don't have to be a high flyer. You just kind of have to be a heavy hitter. Yeah. Like these two dudes were amazing to watch. When, um, when Ricky Steamboat kind of had Macho Man like tied up in the ropes like okay yes. that has to hurt first of all yeah i'm sure it doesn't feel good against your skin like rubbing it and tearing it Ooh. but yeah i just think like he got him in there so smoothly and then macho man got out of it really smoothly as well but yeah no 80s wrestling man and they took it to the crowd oh yeah they did mm -hmm. and like like legit in the crowd <laughs> like yeah. holy shit I like 80s wrestling crowds scare me. Oh yeah, I'm I would not want to. Everyone looks like they're having a really fun time, but it looks very scary. Yeah. Um, so I understand the announcer guy being pissed at the ref because mm -hmm. there were a handful of times where it was like one of them would be outside of the ring, like chasing or maneuvering or whatever, but he wouldn't be counting it out. And like I don't know. Uh, my understanding of rules in wrestling is that they change fucking constantly. But also, um, like, if you step out of the ring, it's a count out. Like, well, you start counting. Yeah. Yeah. But like the ref never started fucking counting. Yeah. And then Jesse Ventura did call him out of that. But I think he was also on um, Macho Man's side versus being on ricky steam outside um, so that's why he kept saying like what's he doing he's not counting for ricky like he's like freaking out i'm okay with him being on macho man's side <laughs> I think the other, yeah the other commentator was uh oh my God. again so one of the comments for i don't know who said it but somebody said this is guts personified and i fucking died a little inside laughing so hard put that on a shirt <laughs> Can we please just start making fun announcer t-shirts? Yeah, definitely. We'll just, all the quotes from announcers we'll put on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then Macho Man. So I thought for a second, Steamboat was going to take it. Because mm. like he had Macho Man, it was getting really close. And then I fucking love when wrestlers do this. It is like the most dickhead move out there. Mm -hmm. When they're being pinned, and they wait to the last second and then they just like throw a foot up on the rope. Oh yeah. Just that slight like foot slide. That big fuck you is so good. I love it so much. Yeah. It's so good. Oh my God. It's so fantastic. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's just like a little small fuck you. And I love it so much. 
there was a lot of roll-ups in this match, which as everyone knows, if it ain't a fruit roll-up, we want nothing to do with it. More and more as time goes on and the more wrestling I watch, like the more I'm just like, seriously, with the fucking roll-up wins. Yeah, it gets old. Not only that, but I'm like, bro, you guys, okay. For modern wrestling and for the amount that I watch, I don't understand why we have like finishing moves or title moves. And then like, they don't really get used or they get used, but it's no longer a finisher because the guy kicked out and the, Oh, nobody ever kicks out of the, well, if nobody ever kicks out, how the fuck did this guy do it? It doesn't make any sense. Because I think a lot of times it then becomes a joke, like the whole Falcon arrow thing. But it's like, why have a finisher move if you do the finisher and then it doesn't work and then you end up winning on a roll-up? Well, because I I don't know. I'm not going to try to figure out professional wrestling. <laughs> I just would like less roll-ups, please. I think in the 80s, though, I think the roll-ups are pretty passable just because the timeline. like of Well, and... It wasn't happening as often. It wasn't happening as often. From some of the older matches that we have watched at this point, like roll-ups weren't... They weren't the constant way to pin someone. Yeah. So, like, I guess I'm more tolerable of them in the past. Yeah. I used to know there's such a problem with them because it's, like, it makes sense. Like, you have someone, you're holding him down. So, like, yeah, you wouldn't be able to get out as easy if you're just, like, laying on top of him, you know? Sure. But it does get a little old after you've seen it, uh, you know, once or seven times. So. <laughs> <laughs> but well, all around like, i really love this match it was good it was so this match was phenomenal the ref gets knocked some of my favorite things ever happened in this match one we got to see character building two the ref gets knocked out i don't care what fucking sport it is anytime the ref gets messed with i fucking enjoy myself i know that's so shitty to say the refs don't deserve to get messed with but like i don't know it's fucking blooper real shit and i love it yeah. <laughs> like the refs getting like wrong place right time dude mm-hmm. <laughs> and then macho man does a fucking signature elbow drop from the top rope which is sick as fuck like and then you know ricky steamboat's giving us major karate kid vibes yeah i'm for like the formula was perfected in this match for sure yeah and only added to by the announcers Mm-hmm. all around yeah. a good time five stars five stars way five to go stars, Roger, man. <laughs> although i'm still pissed on how it ended and i cannot believe i even wrote in all caps here i'll show you oh hell no bullshit well listen it's not like he doesn't win other matches i know and macho man has to lose every once in a while keep him humble yeah exactly <laughs> or at least that's why we think he's losing yeah oh man so yeah, that is Ricky Steamboat and Macho Man and the fucking Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. I'm still trying to figure out all the belts. Like, yeah. there's a lot. <laughs> also, what about the Frankincense this weekend? I did see, like, um, they had someone's belt. I can't remember whose. They had someone's Ooh. belt there, like an actual, like, wrestling belt. And I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of cool. <laughs> but then it was, I felt really cheesy, like, kind of geeking out over it. Um, <laughs> but i mean it's kind of cool to see in person I, I haven't seen one really in person aside from like the no i think that's totally ones, cool um they're very large and they look really heavy they do yeah and they're held on by velcro i don't understand no they're snaps 
Oh, they're snaps. They're Got snaps. it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I I want so badly to get a belt, but I'm not properly prepared to defend myself. Also, after after going to my first live show with AEW, I will say this: like, I saw some kid wearing a belt, <laughs> and you wanted to take him out. I fucking wanted to take him out so bad. I wanted to spear his little ass and take his fucking belt. And like, I didn't do it, but the desire was so strong. And so I'm like, fuck man, I can't get a belt because somebody's going to see me and they're going to think the same thing. Here's and then what I'm going to get speared. Here's what I feel is going to happen. You're going to get a belt. Your husband's going to fully tackle you for that belt. I'm <laughs> then going to come over and kick the crap out of your husband. <laughs> and then you're gonna tackle me to get the belt back that's how i figure it's gonna go you know this sounds like it could be a fun time <laughs> maybe although i feel like scott and i scott breaking my nose while doing jujitsu is probably all that we can handle yeah yeah i think that should be the extent of it I feel like if we got a championship belt, like all hell would just break it loose here constantly. <laughs> it would be constantly defended. 100%. It would be like the 24 belt, the 24 hour belt. It absolutely would. That's exactly. Oh my God, dude. That's exactly what it would be like if a belt showed up at the bones fat fucking house. Yeah. Oh no, my God. No. That would be bad for everybody. <laughs> oh, so many things would get broken. <laughs> you just, you just, Scott sleep and you just put Peter on him. I'm like, <laughs> Then Pete wins it. <laughs> just strapped a little belt on Peter. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then when it would go like to like crazy links where like we're showering with the belt to make sure that nobody's taking it. It's just too much. Oh my God. So fucking funny. Jesus Christ. All right. Bones family do not get a belt. Nope. Banned All hell will Banned for life. <laughs> oh man. All right. Do you have a 10 out of 10? Oh, macho man. 100%. Always. Yeah. Mine's Ricky Steamboat. Sorry. Well, hey, at least we don't have to fight each other over the guy this time. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's always macho man for me. I think he might be my all-time favorite wrestler now that I'm thinking about it. I think that's okay. I think that's a good one to have. I feel like that's a decent choice, like, of all the wrestlers. At least it's not Hulk Hogan. No. No. (laughs) I'm a little bit smart. Um, Also, fun story, fun laugh moment. So Rosalie doesn't really know any of the wrestlers' names. So she just kind of like makes up names for them. Wonderful. I love it. She calls Cody Rhodes the old guy. She goes, is that the old guy? And I'm like, Cody Rhodes is not old. That's rude. Don't call him that. I'm like, he's a saint. And we love and cherish him. He's also like, sorry. Yeah, that's the well. I'm like, why do you think he looks like an old guy? I guess from the live show, he was too far away, so mm. he just looked old. Gotcha. <laughs> so freaking funny. He's screaming right now on TV just to worry oh, I can't about wait. what you're gonna see later. I cannot wait. Also, I, just, I feel like she's gonna fall in love with Darby Allen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I just clicked it for a second, and he was <laughs> screaming at the TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully it's about freaking malachi black i don't want to spoil anything so i will okay well i will promise to watch at eight o'clock so that we can have like full text via instagram okay conversations tomorrow wonderful <laughs> perfect okay well 1010 would bang macho man 
Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. Ricky Steamboat. And I think that's all we've got for today. Yeah. You can find us on the, oh, I finally finished making the freaking giveaway thing. Nice. So, um, I will make a graphic and should we announce it, I don't know, next week? Well, are you kind of announcing it right now? <laughs> I meant like social media announcement. Oh, yes, you yes, yes, yes. But yeah. yeah, so like everybody follow us on social media. Instagram is how to talk wrestling pod. Twitter, it is HTTW pod. So check Twitter, check Instagram. We will post about the giveaway and what you need to do in order to win. And then what you will win if you participate in the giveaway. It's cool shit. So do it. Mm -hmm. And we'll probably throw in little extras too, knowing us. Of course, because we're psychos and we just really want people to get, you know, their money's worth, even though you're not going to be having to pay money to get the giveaway stuff. So don't worry about that. Anyways, that's it for today. So have a good week. Stay safe. Be nice to each other. Yeah. Stay hydrated. That's always a good one. It's hot. It is freaking hot. Bye. (laughs) Bye. This has been a Count Out Podcast.